Max Devs and Beer is recorded in front of a live studio audience and is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from Outreach Studios, you're listening to the Max Devs and Beer Podcast, a No Guts, No Galaxy special featuring your hosts, Phil and Darren. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy, Max Devs and Beer podcast number 13. My name is Phil and I'm your host. It is July 11th, 2013 and my shout out, it's going to go to Sir Dub Dub. Amazing graphic comic and if you guys, if you haven't checked that out, make sure to do so. All the content is over at uh, NGNG's uh, website, but it is awesome. I'm loving the different style and I think a lot of people out there like that sort of graphic and gritty style. So uh, again, Sir Dub Dub, you're amazing. Keep up the good work, man. Darren? Hey, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil, and my shout-out today goes to Max, the Italian stallion. You know who you are. You're listening right now as you're editing this. Uh, and speaking of editing, the reason why I'm shouting out to Max is because he did less than 24-hour turnaround on NGNG number 80. That was so awesome. Thank you, Max, for your work. And, of course, to all of you listeners and supporters, this is because of your support. Whether it be through donations or purchasing items in the store, we are now able to pay Max for editing. So it's uh, it's been awesome. Thank you for your support, and thank you, Max. Yeah, it's definitely a pleasure being able to actually hook these guys up for doing the work they're doing. Uh, we haven't been able to do that, and you know now it, it, it is just—it's just awesome. So make sure to head over to our store, check those things out, and specifically, we've got the faction T-shirts. You can go over and head over to our store. There is a few designs. It's not for everyone, I know. Some people, if you're a Davion uh, at heart, you may not want the FRR or vice versa. But hey, make sure to grab one. And it's great quality. You can ask other people uh, in the channel too who have gotten T-shirts. Uh, it is really, really good quality t-shirts as far as uh, screen printed the materials t-shirts in general but anyways i just want to say welcome to all of our live studio audience uh looks like we've got a few more strolling in here and of course it is still early we understand but we've got to work around the schedule of the guest and of course our own schedule and we ask hey head over to our website if you have the ability and we've got a tip jar on the right side show us some love and we'd appreciate it darren Yes, sir. If you have any plans to buy anything on Amazon or Newegg, maybe Tiger Direct, please help us out by clicking through on the banners on our website. They're on the right side. Uh, scroll down a little bit. It won't add anything to your bill, but it does give NGNG a little kickback. As I was mentioning before, That's that support is helping us support others to make NGNG better. It's a good way to support us, be a part of helping this great community continue to grow. All right, for today's guest, uh, we've had him, actually, you were on the first of Next Devs and Beer, and he's back on the 13th, and uh, we have Alex. Uh, uh, how do you how do you pronounce it so I don't screw it up, Alex? Just, it, there's, <laughs> have you ever heard, <laughs> yeah, have you ever heard of Julio Iglesias? I don't know, I just feel like putting an N in there. Why is that? Why is even, that? Even the postman does it, so don't feel too bad. Learn Spanish, Phil? Okay, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why. Anyways, uh, so can you... Uh, for those that may not know, uh, what is your title at uh, PGI? I am lead concept artist. I do all the mix, or at least I draw them out, and sometimes I assist in texture work. Any specific textures that we would recognize? Uh, Buccaneer was one of mine. Nice. Um, it's actually one of my favorites. Same. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I heard. 
Now, Sorry. something interesting about that texturing work, because some people may not know how difficult it is, but literally, especially with Buccaneer, you can tell every mech, it's different. Not only because of the geometry of the mech itself, but you put different little messages and, and pictures and images and so forth. And people were saying, uh, with Buccaneer, I believe their favorite is the catapult um, for a particular message on there. I forget what that says. All the missiles, I think. Yes. <laughs> so it's yeah, a lot of work doing a texture, right? It's a bit of work. Um, most of the uh, most of the work is done by uh, by Gabe Kessler, and I kind of just come in afterwards and do the uh, the RGB kind of skin that gets linked to all the color channels and help with the patterns. Mark Hayden does uh, a lot of the work for the most part too. I just kind of come in on special ones every now and then. And we got to clarify too. There's the texture, the overall underlying texture of a mech. What's overlaid on top of that is the different skins. Obviously, what we're talking about is the camo right. patterns, and then you know, and stuff like that. So that's and we've had Mark on here before, and and he, you got to think about this. Like every single mech that comes out, he has to do every single camo pattern for that, plus all the special ones. I mean, like you got to think it's only the list is only getting longer, people, and the plus you know the clans in the future, and yeah, I don't that that's a lot of work. But, uh, it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely understand. But anyways, enough of texture talk. I wanted to get you on here tonight uh, to talk about something very special to my heart. Something special close to, I think, everyone in this channel, probably. And that is Project Phoenix. Holy crap. Of course, um, I, I just want to say this. Um, if you ever have any, like you have a daughter or if I have a son or whatever, I mean, we can always arrange our families, can, you know. <laughs> I think you've promised your, your children to like everybody at PGI already. You're going to have no, to have a lot of children, always, Phil. It's, it's only Alex, actually. Okay. You know, so. Just, just no. Nah. Actually, to be honest, uh, Project Phoenix, it's a really big deal, obviously, because of the nostalgic reasons. Read them in the uh, the novels. I mean, I grew up with these particular battle mechs. Darren literally was there when they were built. I mean, like, um, so that makes me really young, you know. Since this is the future, I'm actually negative years old. No, do you remember we're one for one, so we're already there. Ah, uh, you know, see what I did there. No, all right. So, uh, what was was this a surprise to you? I mean, uh, was it like Brian or Russ was like, hey, got uh, something to show you? Go ahead, start. I mean. Were you aware of what it was coming? Was it on the table? Like, can you can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, it kind of started off like, you know, for a while, um, Brian and Russ have kind of, you know, asked me unofficially to, you know, make a few sketches for some of the unseen stuff, and you know, was that for their of, own personal enjoyment or on an official basis? Just in I case. Yeah, I don't know. Um, at, at first, I thought it was for personal enjoyment, but apparently, uh, they—I uh, don't know—they liked the idea of, uh, of some of these, and it kind of suddenly got pushed into uh, production. And suddenly, I gotta—I gotta concept these things out in full, like, and caught me by surprise a little bit. How did that go? Did he just walk up to you and say, you know, you're doing these four mechs? Um, it was like they they had wanted particularly like these four mechs designed, and yeah, it just kind of once they got concepted, it was just sort of like almost got fast tracked a little bit. I was gonna say, were you like 
Fuck yeah, I'll design those. Or... <laughs> oh, hell yeah, of course. <laughs> now, um, you know, as we move through this conversation, I mean, understand that, uh, yeah, we're, we're excited about it. Um, but we want to ask you, like, obviously the processes and stuff. So we're going to dive into a little bit of that. But before we go there, um, are you even a fan of the Unseen Mechs? I mean, in general, have you always, like, I know some people aren't. Um, I know Darren is because he grew up when, I mean, that's that's how it came to him, you know, the Robotech, Macross, and stuff like that. Um, is there a specific mech that you're like, yeah, but others, I mean, how do you feel about it? I don't know. I uh, I rather like the, there's nothing particular in the, in the loadouts that really grabs me about the mechs, but I really do like just the the idea of these mechs in terms of like the history that they uh, that they kind of fill in uh, in BattleTech, just these sort of not necessarily the most optimized mechs or whatever. They're just these hardline troopers that have just been around since you know forever and a half. So I, I really just like that that really rugged, like an old grizzled warrior. Yeah, yeah. Were you looking forward to the opportunity to giving these mechs the Iglesias makeover? Um, like, did you already have some forethought as far as how you'd approach these specific mechs? Or did you just sit down with a blank piece of paper and start a square one? I kind of got, I pretty much approached it similar to how I approached a lot of the other designs, except with the caveat that I had to sort of make these a little bit lawyer-proof since, you know, we don't own the... Uh, Nobody seems to... I don't know who owns the, the rights to the old Dogram art, but, you know, obviously you got to make it look different enough, but at the same time evoke the style of it and, you know, sort of mix here and also um, sort of mix in the, the gameplay necessities for the design, like giving the, uh, the Locust a pelvis and, um, you know, just getting, like since we don't have handheld weapons, you know, hard mounting the PPC on the Battlemaster, not making the Battlemaster's cockpit one-fourth the size of its torso and things like that. <laughs> the bulb. That's what I the used bulb. to call it. Oh my gosh. Now, gigantic. my personal opinion, and I'm sure Phil's probably somewhere along the same line as me, but uh, you could not have done a better job at giving these the MWO look but also retaining the classic, um, you know, all of all four of them, the classic look and feel. Uh, as soon as I see them, I mean, it could just be their silhouette. In fact, it was in the beginning. Uh, you recognize them immediately, and that's what, you know, retains that original look. But yeah, they're obviously MWO as well. Thanks. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Like, I will say out of the four designs, obviously my favorite is the Shadowhawk. And then I would definitely have to say, um, uh, just from the playability standpoint, obviously, I would say Thunderbolt. And uh, just because I'm a medium-heavy sort of pilot, um, mm -hmm. the one thing I do like about the uh, the Locust is it actually like looks like an insect, and it looks like something that could actually move and run. And, of course, that comes to like the whole mechanical... It looks like it could be real. You know, like it looks like it could it can move and not like some of the originals. You were like, how? What? Just what? <laughs> so... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, how does this thing move without shaking the pilot apart kind of thing? Mm. Yeah, you know. Um, now, obviously, when you were given the task of, like, redoing these, uh, you know, re-seen, if you will, the unseen, like, what comes next? And, like, how the hell do you start that process? 
like you as an artist, how do you start that? Like you were saying, you had to put it through the, the, the legal goggles and all that stuff. Well, um, originally it just started with uh, four loose sketches just to make sure, you know, everything was, uh, was squeaky clean. And afterwards I went back and started polishing them up one by one. And for that, you know, I had like the old art in front of me, the recine art, like the, the, the old tabletop project Phoenix art up, like taking the bits that I could and sort of remixing it a little bit. Um, and, you know, fixing proportion issues and, uh, and perspective stuff and, you know, making sure I didn't make anything with proportions that would impact gameplay in a bad way or whatever. And also keeping in mind the, uh, you know, weapon customization and how different weapons would slot into the, uh, the space and everything. Well, speaking of uh, affecting gameplay, what were some of the MWO-specific challenges in creating these mechs? For example, weapon geometry or hitboxes or whatever. Well, the, uh, the Battlemaster's cockpit would be uh, an obvious one. Obviously, we can't have it like be huge like Xbox or whatever. Um, so that kind of tried to shrink that down and make it more faceted to bring it in line with, uh, with the style of the other mechs a little bit. Also, um, let me see, uh, the, the Raven, I mean, not, not the Raven, the uh, Locustus cockpit um, kind of made it more of a fighter pilot type cockpit because the old style cockpit was essentially just a pair of eyes on, or kind of looked like a pair of eyes on the front, and that would kind of not make for a very interesting looking cockpit. Hey, speaking of cockpits, do you have any, is, is that you? Are the cockpits your design or you work with somebody or you don't have any part of that? I don't have a direct part of that. No, that's, uh, that would be uh, Amit. He, uh, he's the one that models the cockpits. But he, uh, he bases them off of the, uh, the three-quarter design of the art and stuff. All right, so now out of the Phoenix Max, uh, do you have a favorite? Like, are you going to be partial? Because you do play. Um, I've seen you, i played against you, I've seen videos <laughs> of people harassing you and picking you apart, <laughs> and uh, quite hilarious, probably not to you, I don't know, maybe, but uh, <laughs> do you have a favorite, and uh, what are you looking forward to, I guess? I think I'm looking forward most to somewhere, but I think I'm going to hop back and forth, see which one feels best to me, the uh, the Shadowhawk and the, and the Thunderbolt. I can yeah. play the medium-heavy category as my favorite. Kind I of. tend to go heavy medium. So now I can't pick a favorite of the four mechs as far as looks, just aesthetics, you know. But as far as playing, I'm probably going Thunderbolt first, uh, then Shadowhawk, then Battlemaster, and just because I suck at lights, Locust fourth. But you know, that's just that's playing instead of uh, aesthetics. I think they're all awesome. Uh, one Thanks. thing I do like about the Thunderbolt too is the offset cockpit. Like, there's what that. And the 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 summoner, the Thor, uh, there. I think there may be one or two others, but I mean, there's really no other mechs that have that. And I was glad that you know you were allowed to keep it, or you brought it in, and the design sort of stuck. I, I, that's one thing I liked about it. Um, and uh, of course, uh, you know, when it comes to the cockpit geometry, that's always one thing that a lot of players you know ask about because at the end of the day. 
we are pretty damn accurate with this mouse and how easy it is really to hit uh, said target. And you have some mechs that are really, really easy to hit. Catapult, awesome. And some that are more difficult. And, you know, it does affect the, you know, the gameplay, you know, at least being able yeah. to get knocked out. Dagger, who's uh, Jamie, um, says he never liked the Thunderbolt art previously from Fossa, but uh, until this new MWO Thunderbolt came out, he thinks it's badass. Um, I did like it before. Um, you know, one of, I love the Thunderbolt for the tabletop uh, because of the basically the mixed arms. It had something for every situation. Don't know if that'll translate well into MWO, but uh, yeah, I think I, I liked it before, but I do like it better now. You know, when going with the uh, um, MWS specific challenges, as far as like uh, some of the things, uh, do you go? Do you already know um, what weapon systems are going to be on the mechs? Uh, like, are the variants already picked? I'm assuming so, just so you know where to leave flat space for like an extra piece of, you know, what I'm, or is that is, does that come later? You know, and the artists basically work around with whatever you got. Does that make sense? Like in the Shadow Hawk. You know, on the, on the torso where you have the autocannon, if you have two ballistics, then it needs to be able to fit at least two autocannons or whatever. Is that something you do um, beforehand, or is that just sort of after and the artist takes care of it? A little bit of A, a little bit of B. Um, the When I usually start doing the concept, um, I don't always know exactly. I just sort of assume that it's going to be the primary... You know, I, I go off of what the primary variant usually has, and if I know offhand, you know, a specific variant that I know is going to be in there, then uh, I try to to work in, you know, stuff like having jump jet ports if one of the variants has jump jet ports but the primary doesn't, and like obvious stuff like that. But usually the variant info tends to come in like after the fact, so. Like, I, I don't always know the, um, I try to do my homework as much as possible, but I don't always know, like, all the variants by memory as far as what they have to fit, and more importantly, the number of hard points that the variants equal, that that's usually uh, determined later, so, um, but I, I try to, as my, as I do more designs, I try to to do better in terms of um, leaving enough real estate in certain areas to accommodate, you know, all the possibilities and such. Gotcha. And, and sort of a side question is, is the newer mechs we've seen um, have a lot more customization when it comes to the aesthetics, the geometry changing when the weapons change. Um, as, you know, PGI goes back and adjusts the older designs that don't have that Centurion hunchback, all, all the older designs. Do you have anything to play with that, or do, do you just, that's purely 3D art and they just handle it? Uh, I usually come by and I'll be like, you know, offering advice on, on like certain parts, or I might get asked to concept certain parts if it's something particularly different, like or unusual, but um, I think at this point we have a pretty good backlog of, uh, of weapon models and such. So some things are fairly no-brainers in terms of just slapping a PPC barrel on something, but in certain cases, if it's uh, a lot more complicated, then uh, then yeah, I usually get uh, I usually get asked in to uh, to help out. Awesome. Um, okay, so 
Russ has hinted a couple. T- now, now that we, there's a, basically the green light with the Dragon Max, um, Russ has hinted at possibly the Wolverine and the Griffin uh, coming soon. Anything you know about that, or is that out of your uh, your radar right now? Uh, that's that's out of my radar at the moment. All right. Well, we're looking forward to those mechs being redesigned by you. <coughs> that does happen. Out. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, it, it's one of those things that we were. You know, me and Darren were talking about like if you were to you know look at a medium mech, which one would you put in and why? And I think if you know why they chose the Shadowhawk over the Wolverine and Griffin, I can see that, and I I I'm glad that they did. You know, so out of out of those three, yes, uh, I I think the Wolverine would be cool, but the Shadowhawk, I mean, it's it is iconic like I, I mean you read about it in like the first novels i mean the shadow and that's one thing another another thing to hit on is like how just nostalgic this is for those because we literally haven't seen the design so i'm sure uh, i'm sure it's important to you as as much as uh, it is to us but uh i i do have a question is what is more intense for you redesigning the phoenix mechs or the timberwolf aka mad cat yeah, they're both pretty dicey. Anything that uh, that has a large nostalgia factor on it is can be pretty difficult. Um, Do you feel the pressure? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we actually asked you, like, what mech, if you had to redesign it, would you feel the most pressure? And I think you actually said the Timberwolf because you're like, it's it's... It's the bread and butter. Like everyone knows. Like you can walk out and show any gamer like the picture of the Timberwolf, and they they probably oh yeah that's uh, it's basically part. the Warhammer for the younger crowd. The Warhammer yeah. is the <laughs> most iconic <laughs> for me. Yes, exactly. Because that was the Warhammer was on the first box set, you know. So that was the iconic mech, and now it's you youngins with this freaking Marauder catapult hybrid piece of shit. Why am I why back in my day? That's all I hear. <laughs> So, uh, Alex, in general, is it difficult to design mechs for a 3D environment as opposed to 2D, uh, where particular designs might lead to hitbox issues and so forth? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, in, you know, tabletop, doesn't really matter how big a, uh, a location is or how big a head is or the shape of a weapon or whatever, because, you know, it's just existing in someone's imagination and you know a mini has to be made but you know overall it could be shaped like whatever and the rule system's consistent where you know no matter how it looks aesthetically it just obeys the same rules as everything else whereas in a video game you know suddenly having something really huge makes it a huge target and you know might impede or clip into other parts and it's got to look good being animated and you know all these uh, all these various issues, so it's a little bit challenging. It's not all that hard once you get used to it, but it it does require a little bit of thought. Well, you're saying as you get used to it, um, that's something that I thought about earlier. I meant to ask you: Has a process since you first started designing mechs for uh, PGI and MWO changed to like when you get a, a project now, like do this mech? Um, are you does it? Are you quicker at it now, or now that you know more and what you need to do, does it take you longer? What's the experience like compared to what it used to be? Uh, I think it's a little more streamlined now. Yeah, like I think uh, I think I have like you know my process pretty nailed down at this point and you know all the all the factors worth 
worrying about and you know they're all pretty much well established so everything is sort of business as usual whereas early on there was like still a lot of guesswork as how to think how are things going to interact with each other and everything but uh now it's a lot more sure-footed i guess well when it comes to the designs um I remember when we were playing uh, closed beta and like the dragon came out. The dragon has this gigantic CT, and you know, same thing with like the catapult. There are certain mechs that um, are a little bit easier to hit in certain locations. I mean, is it something like would you hand? Do you think you would handle those particular designs different, knowing how gameplay is? Like, because I'm assuming as a player, that would change. There has to be something that you know correlation there you know when you're doing a design i mean is there at all but at the same time how could you do a dragon without the big center torso it wouldn't be a dragon yeah. anymore well shape and and dimension that's what i'm asking is like do you do you feel like um uh you know does that influence the designs knowing that i mean like being a player seeing how you know some of these designs are or is it just like you know hey you know it is what it is sometimes no, it, it, it does influence stuff. It does. Um, oh, I guess maybe in early on, maybe I wasn't cognizant enough of some things, and maybe certain mechs ended up becoming a little more vulnerable because of that. But um, mm, the Atlas yeah. head in the early days—that <laughs> was so fun. Well, I th- I, you know, and we've talked about uh, we've talked about it in a, a a podcast where you know we talked about the aesthetics of a mech affect the one the effectiveness of it because like the effectiveness rolls into how easy it is to hit and um you know when you're shooting at it from the front shooting at it from the side what if it's torso twisting running away all these things uh, play into the designs and uh you know i just you know obviously i'm sure that crosses your mind and uh you know i just wondered if if would you is there any mechs that you would change or, or like to redesign like one uh that you've done so far is there any one in particular like eh, i'd probably change that a little bit mm, yeah i'd probably uh i'd probably like want to fudge a few proportions maybe on a few mechs i won't say which but yeah <laughs> i don't know how you can improve on perfection though well, as an artist, I, I've, I've talked to a lot of them, and they're like, you're never happy. There's... You made the cicada cool, yeah. though. <laughs> the cicada. That's right. What was that, Garth? The cicada I said is he cool. made the cicada cool. How do you improve on and that that's, kind of thing? That's actually very true. That's a very true statement. I'm, I'm very hard on my own art. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Grab myself. Phil, Phil has a hard on for your art, too. Don't worry that's about it. That's all right. Everyone does. No one, yeah. I, something, something, no Mac porn? Yeah. <laughs> Did we post up? Not that kind of hard on. Anyways, guys, uh, we're going to roll into community questions. Uh, so at this time, X up if you have a question for Alex. Now, keep in mind, uh, if it's something to do with clans or, I don't know, like the unseen, like the Macross ones, he might not be able to answer um, or probably won't answer. But uh, any questions for him specifically? Be prepared for Comstar sanctions. Anybody? No one wants to ask, ask Alex. Axe away. Iglesias. All right, Sergeant Major, go to unmute. Ask away. Hey, my question. Um, growing up, what what has been the biggest influence for how you do your art uh, as you were growing up? For me, again, I grew up with a lot of the Macross and original Battletech stuff. 
and that's always been my influence when I paint or do miniatures. But what has influenced your art over the years? Ah, uh, oh man, um, I'd say a lot of it was originally just you know the old TRO art, but after that, I mean, oh god. Uh, did the original really TRO influence you, or did did it inspire you to make something better? It's the old Loading original, question. The original uh, TROs are kind of like what got me interested in drawing mechs and stuff, but it's really hard for me to pinpoint any one particular influence. I kind of like, I don't know, absorb, osmosify or whatever from a lot of places, but um, I'd say a big influence is probably just real world military looking stuff because I like to do my homework on just looking at uh, at vehicles and can my totally was, see that influence my dad is uh, also really into cars and you know my garage back at my parents house is just full of engine parts and all this stuff so that that also played a, an influence I guess um, yeah I don't know it's a hard question to answer and I don't know if I have a proper answer for that oh, that's a good question cowbell we need more cowbell. Cowbell. And then, Botonic, we'll get to your uh, question. Hey, guys. How's it going tonight? Good. Thanks, man. Hi. Alex, I need you to go ahead and stop following me, first of all, because I was getting <laughs> ridiculous the other night. Uh, How many matches? Saying, oh, dude, it was like, what was it, five matches we went back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he has those dev hacks, you know. Yeah, it, it showed, too. It showed. Anyways, the other thing was, uh, I know you can't com on it, comment on it, but Marauder. And lastly, unit, unit, unit. Oh, boy. Unit, unit, unit what? Yeah, we just, drink. Hold on. It means we have to drink. Whenever somebody says unit or cockpit. Uh, my beer's gone. Yeah. Uh -oh. Thankfully, I have a full bottle of the Tennessee honey. Yeah, I can't comment on the Marauder one way or another, unfortunately. I knew Comstar was going to intercede. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so we knew we knew there was a good chance he wasn't going to be able to answer those kinds of questions. Uh, but we will move on to Batonic's question, which is, what is the difference between clan and IS mech design? So I'm assuming, like, when you sit down, when you're looking at the clan mechs, is there a different process you go through thinking-wise or design-wise? And, again, Comstar may intercede, but... Is there anything you can answer there? Yeah, unfortunately, that's also classified. Sneaky question. <laughs> no, I, you know, I think one thing that's uh, to note here, and I think Alex can and cue in on this, the original designs, original TRO artwork, the difference between the earlier TRO, you know, and the difference between when the clans were sort of uh, brought in, the original TRO artwork, it looks like, one, it was new artist, it was different artist, but two, it looked like a little bit more money was, uh, you know, put into it. I mean, do, do you agree, Alex? Do you see, um, you know, obviously I, I think you've met most of the guys or I've known most of the guys who did all those uh, back then, right? Uh, I've run into a few of them. I haven't, I don't think I've ever met Luce or, uh, or some of the old artists. I've mainly either met or talked to some of the newer guys. And, you know, just looking at them, I mean, me personally, I've always felt that the clans had a lot more of a just 
not an alien look, but more sleek and round. A lot of the mechs have a lot of round curvature. Where uh, yeah, organic I think would be a good word. Whereas of yeah. course the original was very straight line and just like there was no mechanical sense put into them. I guess and uh, you know like I mean look at the Highlander like the original design. I've always wondered how the hell do the legs work? Like it doesn't <laughs> like um, the old Stalker. Mm. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. The bendy legs. The Flashman. You know like how how what the. F is it's a hover mech. It's a hover. It has to be a hover mech because it ain't walking. Yeah, some of those legs looked like they would probably clip into the mech the second it tried to turn or even walk or Move. use its arms or anything. All right, I think we have time for one or two more what? questions. What do you think, Phil? Yeah, let's do one more. All right, X up. This is it. Last question. Yep, yep, yep. First to X, first to ask. Don't be shy. Coffee nail. You said you were thinking. Did you get one? Come on. Right, well, I just uh, let's go ahead and call it a night. I just want to say thank you again, Alex. Um, by the way, we will bug you to be on another show um, when you know the clans eventually arrive, because you know they will, and I'm sure we'll be able to sit down and talk to you about uh, uh, future designs. All I gotta say is this: All right. leaving out Alex is Grasshopper. Just let's can we make it happen? Yeah. Please, please make it happen, Alex, so I can stop hearing him ask. <laughs> Grasshopper, I mean... Go to go to Russ and say this is a favor for Darren. <laughs> and to all the people who have to listen to Phil. And, 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 just, and make just it say. come out before the Orion. All right, we do, <laughs> we do have a question. One last question from Coffee Now. Let's take it. All right, he's put a lot of thought into this. And he did win Don't the screw up. TRO 3039 a while back. Yes, he is a winner. He's trying to figure out how to unmute. Maybe too many drinks. Too many drinks. Let's grease the floor a little bit more. Coffee, nail, unit, unit, cockpit. <laughs> uh, there we go. Helps if I, I click the check mark to get it on to the Too much story, pressure. But, um, <laughs> so I was like, don't, don't think he's ever answered it. Uh, what was your favorite mech that you've redesigned so far there, Alex? Ah, uh, I don't think I have a favorite Cicada. one. Which is your favorite child? Yeah, but I do love to drive the Jaeger mech, so I'll save Fuck that yeah. one. Guys, always out of all of them, the Jaeger. I you put on yours. Uh, You're not allowed to like that. that. I was one of those people that ran around with uh, six machine guns and two yes. PBCs. That's so I've, fun. I've recently reconsidered, and I think I run with a. Uh, Two AC2s and ERPPC and four machine guns and uh, Ooh, I'm a mix happy build. That loadout. Yeah, the six machine guns and two ERPPCs is a very fun uh, trolling mech. I've had a lot of good matches in that. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, there you like it. He likes a box with some guns attached to it, and he I'm runs sorry. around and goes pew pew and daka daka. He likes those high arms, man. You just peek over a little hill <laughs> oh my God, and destroy. Yeah. It is a good uh, setup, and I will say that the Blackjack and the K2, it is a very, very nice to have that uh, uh, higher arcing reach. But anyways, guys, I just want to say thank you again, Alex and uh, thank Darren you. for coming out. And audience, um, hey, make sure to check us out on Facebook. We're up to almost 4,100 likes on Facebook. It's a great way for you guys to get information. Uh, we post up, uh, you know, 30 minutes prior before we do these, uh, you know, recordings. And so you guys know. And, of course, check us out on YouTube at No Guts, No Galaxy TV. 
And yeah, just uh, we've got a, a bunch of stuff. And don't forget, we've got the uh, t-shirts. If you'd like a uh, faction t-shirt, hey, when you're rocking out playing the tabletop, maybe you're drinking uh, some beers with some mech buddies, maybe you're meeting up with your mech buddies, you can rock out with uh, a custom-made uh, faction t-shirt. So make sure to check out those as well. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone, our community, our staff members for supporting us. You guys are awesome. Alex, again, it's always a pleasure. Uh, you know. Maybe one day we'll meet and I'll have you sign some, some artwork and take sign his tits. You know? <laughs> no, it, it's awesome, man. And anytime you want to roll with us, by the way, Garth uh, does it all the time. Sometimes he plays, uh, you know, when he's at home as well, hop on here and, and we can jump in a group, maybe get some uh, YouTube footage, put you up on uh, YouTube. Don't worry. Mark Hayden, no pressure. Was, Mark Hayden was literally falling down hills because he was dying so quick. <laughs> and then, uh, Matt Newman and a few of the others hop on here every once in a while. But anyways, thank you again, Alex and crew. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy, Mechs, Devs, and Beer podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warriors. Mech Warriors.